It is time for Week 7 Picks in the Big 12 Conference. I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. It is great to be with you guys as we roll through another week, and the picks are bouncing back, baby. Two and one last week, feeling good. On the upswing, let's get to a full slate in Week 7. We'll go in order of games based on how they're being played uh, this weekend, by the way. So let's start off. Well, before I get to the games themselves, I am super pumped uh, for this weekend's games. A couple of reasons. Just look at the slate. Oklahoma State, Texas, this game can help determine the Big 12 race in the middle of November, middle of October, excuse me. I'm not trying to move ahead, trust me. And I want to jump ahead. This is my favorite time of year. Baylor, BYU, uh, future Big 12 team in the mix in Waco. It's a, a... a sign to the future. You've got Farmageddon between Iowa State and Kansas State. Always a good matchup. And then uh, TCU, Oklahoma, which Oklahoma's a big favorite. But, man, it's getting petty between these two teams. The Oklahoma quarterback situation is dramatic. I mean, there is a lot of storylines heading to this weekend in the Big 12 Conference. And I am all here to eat it up, to soak it up, and to talk to you about it. All right, let's start off with Oklahoma State on the road against the Texas Longhorns. This game is fascinating because of the Oklahoma State defense, which is playing some of the best defense in the entire nation, going up against the Texas offense, which is number one right now in the Big 12, averaging 48 points per game. All right, 48 points per game. They're number one in yards per game as well, over 500 yards per game. Meantime, Oklahoma State depending on what metric you want to look at, is right up there with uh, Baylor and Iowa State as a top three defense in the league. And that's just how this uh, defense is playing right now. They're giving up 18.5 points per game. That's uh, that's third behind Iowa State and Baylor. But I would argue Oklahoma State has played some better competition, at least than Baylor so far this season. So this is one of the best defenses in the conference and will turn out to be, I believe, one of the best defenses in the entire country when all is said and done. That's the matchup to watch here in this game. Oklahoma State uh, has been playing well as of late, by the way. Five and two against the spread in their last seven games. Uh, They're, by the way, four and two against the spread and straight up against Texas in their last six games. So Mike Gundy has really had no problems with the Longhorns. And October has been good to the Pokes. Four and one against the spread in their last five games in the month of October. I mean, that's a, that's a very good place to be for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I think for Texas, too, there's a bit of a hangover coming off of last week. Let's be honest. You're leading your arch rivals by 21 points, and you blow the game to a true freshman quarterback. That is mentally draining. That is exhausting. Meantime, where was Mike Gundy? Where were the Cowboys? They were on the couch. They were resting up. They've been watching game film for two weeks on Casey Thompson. Jim Knowles has been studying this guy top to bottom for the last, you know, 14 days when all is said and done. That alone would lean me toward Oklahoma State. And then I'm also getting five points in favor of the Cowboys. I mean, I'm jumping all over the pokes, plus five, and maybe it's a sucker bet. I'm not saying it can't be. I mean, uh, Texas is six and two against the number in their last eight games, so they've been playing well against the spread. But uh, Oklahoma State can somewhat keep this Texas offense in check, and then the Oklahoma State 
offense, which has been its issue so far this season, is starting to perform better, especially in the running game, right? Jalen Warren in the running game has been very impressive. And if you look at the Texas run defense, it's not been good. The Texas run defense is giving up 190 yards per game and 5.2 yards per carry. That is second worst in the Big 12 ahead of only the Kansas Jayhawks. So if Oklahoma State can get the running game going with Warren, and then also, also at the same time, just keep the Texas offense in relative check. I'm not saying they got to hold them to, you know, uh, 20 points. I don't believe they have to do that. But I do think they can do more than enough to cover this five-point spread and possibly pull out the upright, uh, outright victory as well. So I'm taking the Cowboys plus five in this one. And before we continue with our picks for week seven against the spread, a reminder, these picks are brought to you by our friends at mybookie.com. Our promo code BIG12, that is BIG12, can get you a 100% sign-up bonus. Yes, on your first-time deposit. So you put in 100 200 300 bucks. They double the money. Like, people always ask me when they sign up, they say, is it like I've got to place X amount of bets? I said, no. They literally just double your money. So you get twice the money to place your bets with. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that at mybookie.com. And they've been longtime partners of this site, and that's why we're so passionate about them. They've been with us as this site and this outlet and this show has grown, and for that we're we're always grateful. We consider ourselves loyal partners. They have been loyal partners as well, and uh, they're not just obviously a good outlet that is where I place all my bets, but they're also uh, good folks that operate on behalf of mybookie.com. Use our promo code BIG12, that's BIG12, to get your 100% sign-up bonus at mybookie.com. Next up, Baylor and BYU. So, you know, we have obviously not seen a lot of BYU this season, but we know this much. They've been in the top 25. Uh, They are in a very good place in terms of beating multiple Pac-12 teams. They've beaten Arizona, Utah, Arizona State. Uh, They beat UCF. They had a tough loss to Boise State last week. Uh, That was their first loss of the season. Now they go on the road to Baylor in a future Big 12 matchup. But the Bears are playing some some great football, by the way. I mean, they just waxed West Virginia. And I admit, uh, I thought they'd win, but I didn't see that type of game coming. 45 points, winning by what, 25 points last week? I didn't see that coming. So, Baylor, you look at them, and they are 4-2 and two against the spread so far this season. And uh, they're also in a good place where they're 7-3 and three in their last 10 games as a favorite against the spread. That's, that's, that's an impressive place to be for this Baylor Bears program. But mostly I'm looking at this team and I'm saying, okay, even as the competition has gotten better, their efficiency has remained some of the best in the Big 12. Offensively, they're the second most efficient offense in the league behind Texas. Defensively, they are the most efficient team in the Big 12. Now, you know, that gets into more metrics. That's why I use that sometimes instead of just things like rushing defense because it's still a little early where, you know, there are not a lot of common opponents. So the efficiency number matters because it's more of those advanced metrics. And Baylor's second in offensive efficiency, first in defensive efficiency, that's an impressive place for Dave Aranda to have this team. So uh, I think we saw some of uh, BYU coming back down the earth last week. They now have to go on the road. It's turned out that the Pac-12 is incredibly overrated. So I think BYU is a good team, no doubt about it. But uh, they've got a different thing coming for them in the Big 12. I am going to take the Baylor Bears minus six points. I'll buy half a point against BYU 
and take Baylor minus six in this game at home on Saturday in Waco. Next up, Texas Tech and Kansas. Oh, boy. All right. Tech is coming off a brutal game last weekend against TCU. That was bad. Matt Wells has got to win the games on the schedule that are winnable. That includes on the road against Kansas. KU was off last week. You might sometimes say, well, bye week, team gets to rest up. KU's not very good at all. We know that. They're they're better. I think they're a little bit better, but they're not a very good team. Kansas is 1-8-1 and against the spread in their last 10 games. Despite as bad as they've been, the spreads have not typically worked out in their favor. All right? Meantime, you've got a situation where uh, KU's also 0-7 against the spread at home in their last seven matchups. They're 0-4-1 against the number this season. That is not the place you want to be if you are the Kansas Jayhawks. And you certainly don't want to bet or feel good about betting a team like that plus 16.5 points. I mean, I don't know how – like, I'm not in love with Texas Tech. I'm not in love with this pick by any stretch of the imagination. I, I just don't know how you take Kansas and feel, like, really good about it unless you're just so down on the Red Raiders. Now, I don't I don't love the Red Raiders, but am I going to put my money on the Kansas Jayhawks with some of the numbers I just gave you? I can't do it. And Tech's 8-4 against the spread against Kansas in their last 12 meetings. So Matt Wells has to win games like this. He's, he's got to have some impressive wins, by the way. He's got to blow out the teams they're supposed to blow out. Last time they went up there, of course, they lost back in 2019. That can't happen this year. So I'm taking Tech minus 16.5. Next up, Iowa State, Farmageddon taking on Kansas State. Well, Iowa State has not won in Manhattan since 2004. All right. I mean, it's been a very, very long time since Iowa State has gone to Manhattan and won a game. But this is obviously a different season. And our guy, uh, Joe Matthew, put a very good piece up on the site today. And the the trends are not good for Kansas State in this game. K-State ranks 58th in the country in rushing yards. Iowa State's rush defense ranks 10th in the country, giving up just 90 yards per game. K-State's passing offense, let's say, taking on Iowa State's pass defense. K-State ranks 102nd in the country in pass offense. And Iowa State ranks second in the country in pass defense. It's a bad spot for K-State. They've got to figure out how to put some points up on the board. On the other side of the ball, Iowa State, 43rd in the country in rushing offense. K-State's rush defense is good, top 10. So that is one statistical advantage for Kansas State that they have over Iowa State in this game. If the Wildcats can stop the run, well, then the question is, can they stop the pass? The pass defense has not been good for the Wildcats, giving up 256 passing yards per game. That's 103rd in the country. And Iowa State's passing attack has not been great, but it's top 50 in the country. And, you know, Brock Purdy is starting to, it seems like, figure things out. It should not have taken him this long as a senior to figure things out, but here we are. And we know about Brocktober. We know that Iowa State and Matt Campbell always plays much better this month, and I believe you're going to see that on Saturday. Also, K-State's got some some, um, injuries on the defensive side that we know that they are working through as well. So despite the fact that Iowa State has not won in Manhattan in 17 years, I'm picking Iowa State to win the game and cover six points. I would buy the half a point. If it's minus six and a half for you, they're 15 and two against the spread 
in their last 17 October games under Matt Campbell. They are 5-2 and two against the spread against Kansas State in their last seven matchups. So I'm putting away the Manhattan Ghosts for the Iowa State Cyclones, and I'm taking them minus six points. Last but not least, TCU and Oklahoma. All right, TCU, this is becoming a pretty good matchup from the standpoint of gamesmanship. Both coaches are playing that a little bit with the quarterback position, with injuries. TCU's head coach Gary Patterson saying Max Duggan and Zach Evans are questionable. I'm not buying it. I think both guys are going to play. And the spread is 13 and a half. I'm buying a half a point and taking TCU plus 14 at OU. OU is just two and four against the spread this year. That's it. They have not been good. They still are going to be working in probably a true freshman quarterback in Caleb Williams. TCU, five and one against the spread on the road in their last six games. Give me TCU plus 14 points. There's your picks. Recap them with Oklahoma State plus five, Baylor minus six, Tech minus 16 and a half, Iowa State minus six, and TCU plus 14. Fired up for this uh, week, week seven coming your way on Saturday. By the way, if you're a fan of the show, please leave us a rating and a review. Just send out a bunch of koozies in the mail. So the koozies are on the way. For those of you that have uh, put in those ratings and reviews, I just got a back order that was like three weeks behind. So my apologies on that. Um, I've been keeping track of who's been leaving and sending me those ratings and reviews as well. So just send me a screenshot of your rating and review on iTunes to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and I'll get a koozie in the mail for you guys. Thanks so much. And by the way, if you haven't gotten your koozie yet, um, hit me up. Uh, They should be there. I put a bunch in the mail on, I guess it was Friday of last week, maybe Monday of this week as well. So if you haven't gotten it yet, Hit me up. I promise you we're getting them in the mail as quickly as we can, and I'm I'm doing my absolute best to not forget anybody. I promise you. I'm not trying to forget anybody on these koozies, but just hit me up. That way um, I can confirm whether or not yours is on the way or not. All right, and don't forget about our friends at MyBookie.com. Our promo code BIG12 gets you a 100% sign-up bonus. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon.